I've been playing myself this whole time. I think, and I'm going to say it, daddy issue is why you're you're going after older men. It's Western and Bitsy. Oh my God, you are so annoying. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Petty, Single, and Always Late. It's your hosts, it's Bitsy, it's Weston, and all of the voices in our head, the horde of multiple personalities that we don't have names for yet, but we'll get there. I am so happy to be back, but if I'm going to be completely honest with everyone here, I have a confession. Well, no, it's not so much a confession as just I'm coming I'm coming to, to terms with what this podcast is doing to my body, my mental health, my already unstable emotional. My brain was mush before this. And I, guys, I'm sitting in front of me. We're recording this. I have a venti iced cold brew mm-hmm. that I downed. And I've turned into this trashy person that chugs energy drinks. I have two energy drinks in front of me. I wouldn't say you've turned into this trashy person. I have person. not aged. Dr- you okay. have acknowledged. I I now start drinking. I added to the trash an extra level and of my energy drinks. I'm scared that I'm going to walk in and you're going to have a syringe or an IV hooked up and it's going to be monster. I, in I'm, there, and you're giving birth to a baby boy, and you're going to name him Kyle. I'm I'm li- I'm literally chugging tall boy. Um, uh, energy drinks and then crushing them on my skull being like another one on the house she's sweating Gatorade it's like it's things are absolutely wild and you guys know okay there's something else about me I don't like going to the bathroom in public I hate it I'll do anything to avoid it I will drive home 20 minutes just to go to the bathroom not in public exact opposite of me if I'm there I'm shitting I know that's how you are. I know. One time you texted me while you were in the bathroom. We were at a bar saying, um, "What that this? Oh, we were in Austin, Texas, of course." And you oh, said, course. "You said that shit traveled over two thousand miles to land here." You texted me that, and it did. It made it to that toilet. That was disturbing and upsetting, and I'm getting upset again. But anyways, I I had I just because because of my new found addiction to caffeine, I had to go to the bathroom in this terrifying, terrifying like hepatitis ridden bathroom and you know how you guys get this like strange satisfaction Mm -hmm. when you have clear urine you're like wow i'm doing something i'm hydrating my body yeah bright yellow oh i was gonna say it never happens to me mine is always (laughs) just like a very dark yellow you should go to the doctor i mean you've seen how much water i drink i swallow my spit and i consider that hydrating yeah you do you do i agree though i we do have two full-time jobs we are basically As soon as I clock out of one, I'm clocked into the other. And that's PSA, my passion. My passion project. Putting everything into it. Financially and emotionally and physically. And mentally. And there wasn't a lot mentally for me to invest anyway, but I did invest what I had left. Of course not. Of course not. And guess what, guys? I'm still single. I know it's shocking. You guys are like, "How? she's a total catch. How is she single? I've told you, it's your personality. (laughs) 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 Fuck you. Um, So I feel like it's been a minute since we did a little life update. You know I love talking about myself. I've been itching, scratching my neck. Like, when can I talk more about myself? I always try and like weasel something in about myself. Like someone tells a story and I'm like, in my head, I'm like racking my brain. How can I turn this back to me? I'm thinking in my response. I'm not really listening. So now I'm already trying to turn the tables to get back to me because I can tell you're itching to talk about you. As soon as I start talking, you're like, okay, I'm going to talk about this. So go. It's your chance to shine. You have the spotlight. 
people just bear with this. I'll, I'll, it'll eventually be back to me. <laughs> I know how shocking this is, guys, but I did go on a date. talked. <gasps> I told you about this, right? Jaws are dropping around the world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I went on a date and it was it was fun. We went to um, a sporting event, which, you know, I'm not a sporty girl, but it was still fun. Um, all, everything was fun and games until we got out of the car because we met on Hinge. And so um, we got out of the car and we started walking, parked to walk towards the game. And he walked with so much what I will call swagger that I was embarrassed to be walking next to him. I was like, I cannot wait till we sit down. Like I was like, is there a golf cart? Is there a wheelchair around that I can force him in so I can just roll him into the game? Like, was he just really feeling himself, like walking very cocky? Yes. Oh, my goodness. It like, was like, it was disturbing. And then, of course, I ran into someone who I've, I went to middle school and high school with, and I'm not from here. And I ran into them at the game. And I was like, oh, God, like, God, he's going to think like this is my boyfriend or something because I'm at a like, sporting game with him. And, and I was like, what oh. sporting game was this? When was this? Sporting, Where was I? Sporting KC. You weren't in town. God, she, she always does things behind my back. And it was traumatizing. So you, it's safe to say it was a first and last date, but he was like incredibly, incredibly good looking. So he had that going for him. Really? Well, that would explain why he had such confidence. He had, but he had too much confidence, you know? So it's kind of like the Gaston of Kansas City. It, exactly like the Gaston. Yeah. And then I'm supposed to go out on a date with another guy and tell me if, if I'm being like too judgy or something or I don't I don't know if what I'm being, but this is just how I feel in the moment. So he asked me to go out and he asked me um, if like there's this area in KC if I've been to and um, I was like, oh, yeah, it happens to be right by where we live. And he was like, okay, that works out. Uh, let's go to these two re- these two like bars, restaurants, um, and get a drink. And if we're feeling good vibes from each other after a drink, I can show you a couple places I know you haven't seen. And I'm like, so this just sounds like a tryout. And now I don't want to go. Because <laughs> like, what, what if after the drinks, he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> I will say, he said, if we are both vibing, right? Yeah. So he meant it as well if you're not feeling him either. So I won't see you're being judgy. I see what you're saying. But I really think he meant like, let, let's commit to the drinks, but nothing else, but see what happens. Is I think how he meant to say it. He's just kind of piss poor with the way he put it. Okay. I haven't responded in six hours, so I might respond after, respond after this, but I'm feeling really iffy about okay. it. Sh- should we call him? Should he be our first guest? Yes. Let's call, <laughs> phone a friend or not even a friend. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not illegal in Missouri to record someone that and they don't know it. Well, we can't have another Kanye Taylor fight on our. our oh my God! <laughs> the PSA. It's what tenth episode, whatever we're on, and boom, already has this huge drama of someone that was recorded and publicized to all five of our listeners. <laughs> We'd have a suit, like someone suing us right and left. People suing us right and left. Thank God we're working on getting a retainer on hand. Yeah, what's a retainer? A lawyer. Sorry, a lawyer on retainer. Whatever you don't know, I'm not good with lingo and words. It's hard. My brain's so small. But yeah, but you 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 host a podcast. It's amazing. It's truly amazing. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? My turn. Fine. Go. Okay, guys. It's not a huge update, but if you remember, if you listened to episode six, Petty at Ten Thousand Feet, if you're wondering how things really wrapped up between me and that man that I hooked up with off a grinder, I don't think anyone is, but I know you're going to tell us anyway. Yep. I'm going to, yep, it, it, this is your chance to mute. But no, it's nothing It's nothing as vulgar and crude as the whole story of... He's the one that physically abused you. Yeah, which I, I asked he to be... He boxed your ears. I asked to be physically abused. Yeah, you were bleeding. It was uh, kind of nice. I wasn't it, bleeding. Emotionally, I was bleeding. You know, you came home and your, your ears were just still gushing with blood. 
<laughs> and it, it was like kind of a bad thing though because like you know when you can't hear so you just scream so and you already yeah. have such like a loud potent voice <laughs> and it was just noise pollution anytime you opened your mouth i'm nervous i'm never going to be able to go back to regular sex i'm yeah. gonna be honest if you guys are lost you gotta listen to episode six but basically i'll give you the just a very snippet of what you need to know after we hooked up i was under the impression that we were gonna hang out cuddle get to know each other well, boy, am I delusional. He <laughs> literally was like buckling up his pants. And I was like, so, because it says he's bisexual on his um, grinder. He's like, so do you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Because I was just getting a really weird vibe. And so he, I kind of ignored him. He kept hitting me up over and over and over again. And finally I responded because he was like, are you not interested? And finally I just said, um, you never answered me on if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, LOL. He said, ha ha, it matters that much. It's a girl, smiley face. I don't respond. I'm like, okay, you're cheating on your girlfriend. I believe if you're not, you need to let me know that you guys have an understanding or whatever. And then he keeps hitting me up. Hola, what's up, sexy? Am I on the no talking list now? Which yeah, like, yes, you are. you are. I finally responded. I said, just relaxing. This is days later. After days of him hitting me up, weeks even. I said, I feel like you should have told me you had a girlfriend. He said, fair, sorry. So is that a total deal breaker? Yes, it is. <laughs> and I'm sorry, that is, like, that's not fair. Like, if you aren't consenting to help cheat. What, what fantasy, what world is he living in? He wants me to be a sister wife. No, well, you can't compete with her. He either, like. So I responded. I said, I mean, you're in a relationship. Are you asking me to be in a three-way relationship with a girl? Because <laughs> you I, would I never. <laughs> you would never. And then he said, haha, no, just in a one-way relationship with me. Fun and friends. And I no. said, and I said, so you want to cheat on her with me? And he said, well, if you put it that way, it doesn't sound fair at all. It's not fair. See, that proves that she doesn't know. But no, he's acting like it's not fair to him. So I said, it's not fair. It's not fair to her. And then he said, fair. We never talked again. And I, I, I had I'm to. I'm glad you put him in his place. I had obviously to let somebody everyone had to. know. And I, I feel like I was beyond a social justice warrior. At that point, I was just like, give me your girlfriend's number because it is time to, we're going to Mari. Jerry Springer. Ooh, yes, that would be so fun. fun. In all honesty, I do feel bad for her. And, it, you know, I would obviously never contact her because it's none of my business what's going on. But yeah, I'm like, you, it's not your job to jump in, but it's it's but, really fucked up. But what, literally, what delusional world does he live in that he thinks that him, he can have two relationships and doesn't see anything wrong with it? Like, I had to point out to him what was wrong with it. Well, I, it's just... I, I am I'm mind blown and I wanna know how like I wish like you would have actually done like done some more digging because I wanna know like how does she not find found out about this? He's on Grinder on his phone. Does he have a burner phone, like a separate phone where he has like grinder scruff? Because I'm I guarantee you he doesn't just have grinder. So I have another theory. What is it? And I and I want y'all to let us know which theory you think is true. Do you think everything that's been benounced to me is accurate? Or he puts on his grinder that he's bisexual to make men more interested in him because they see it as this masculine thing and make himself more desirable. And then whenever I was kept asking, he thought by him saying that he had a girlfriend that was going to turn me on and make him make me want him more because it's like this fantasy of sleeping with a straight guy. And I think it just backfired on him. Do you I, think that's true? I don't know. I've known I've known guys to do it. Really? Mhm. I I can't speak to that, but if the, if that's his like prerogative like that's that's not working it didn't work on me i'll say that either way it's weird if he's cheating on his girlfriend it's fucked up and if he's doing that then it's just kind of odd because it's like you should be comfortable being yourself well i'm not going to be a homewrecker and get nothing out of it you know what does that even mean weston 
Like if I was getting revenge on someone and I was a homeworker, that would be different. But I don't have to get revenge on this poor, innocent girl. If she even exists, now you have me questioning if she exists and I don't want to waste my emotional energy on feeling bad for her if I don't have to. I, it, it's a mystery. And it's if there's any Nancy Drews out there, we're actually going to put together a committee called the Nancy Drew Kansas City Committee where we get together and we get to the bottom of things. So I love reach that. Out. But it doesn't even need to just be Kansas City. I would want it to be worldwide. Oh, my God. We have a network worldwide where at any point we can th- get information on people no matter where they're at. I would, I, would, I would love it. I love like having spies everywhere, boots on the ground in every country. That's my dream. Yeah. Our, our FBI agents are probably listening to us right now, and they are turned on because <laughs> they could be our network. And they're like, yes, bitch, yes, come through. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Are you serious right now? I have to. I'm are you, sorry. I mean, thank you for turning away. I'm sorry. It's those energy drinks. <laughs> and look at me going in for another one. Another drink. Honestly, at 26, we have no excuse to be drinking this much caffeine. At, th- at this point, should we just give it up and just start doing coke? I mean, maybe, because I'm like literally snorting my energy drinks right now to give me energy because we are so old. Which gets us into today's topic, and we are talking about aging, something I feel so passionately about, because I'm just, it's, honestly, let's be real, people, it's terrifying getting older. It scares me, and so I don't think about it. I try not to think about it, because then I just snowball into, like, all the things that give me anxiety, but it's something that's happening to us all, and we've got to face our fears head on. Literally, no, yeah, head on, but literally, there's no one on this earth that's not aging, right? (sighs) Don't. Don't see you're giving me anxiety again. Like I'm thinking how I'm never going to be as young as I am right now again. Shit, should we just end the episode and go do something? <laughs> I don't know. But no, it, when I get anxiety about because I'm thinking of all the things that I haven't accomplished, all the things I still have to do, and it's like, have I already hit my prime? Is this my prime, or is my prime coming? I don't. Okay, I truly think that I've. Ev- I feel like every year I get better, and I'm like, this is my prime, and then. I'm like, this is my prime. and that, But then I think like, ugh, because I just get scared because 26 sounds so much older than 25 to me or 24. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, with the with all the um, plastic surgery and like Botox and stuff, I think my face can look young for a while. So I think I'll stay in my prime. Really? You think that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, I agree. I- but I, I think you saying all the things you haven't accomplished just goes to this like timeline that we everyone's like created that we have to like, you go to college, you, mm-hmm. you go to high school, you go to college, you are supposed to find someone in college, you're supposed to get married after you graduate, get a job, buy a house, buy a house, have kids, raise a family. And that's some timeline that I think millennials, because we are so amazing, are kind of changing. Right. It's not this like cookie cutter life anymore. Well, there's just so many other things that I feel like now go into our lives. Like how many times do people change careers, not just jobs, careers in their lifetime? Pets. People love pets. People are typically, as a rule, kind of having less kids. So yeah, yeah, it's just that white picket fence American dream that's kind of been ingrained in so many generations and including our generation. We are kind of going against the grain. We are, but I think that's what what makes it so hard is you still in the back of your mind had those pressures that mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to be doing. It's like an expectation. And so being like 26 and being single kind of gives me anxiety because I'm I'm like I I'm supposed to be dating someone, right? Even though I'm happy with my life, and so right. it's kind of like I feel like I'm fighting against that all the time. And I I also think society puts that in there, finding this life partner, 
as if that's something that's going to make your life more fulfilling. And it might for some people, but you can be single your entire life and it doesn't make your life any less meaningful. And I think that that's something that kind of gets lost in, um, lost with all these expectations that are set for us. I will say, I, you know, whenever I was like middle school, high school, I pictured like same thing, go to college, get a girlfriend, get married, have kids. And I pictured yeah, like girlfriend. me and my sisters and all of our kids and like all this stuff. And then I don't know if other gay guys can relate to this. I would assume maybe some, but even after I was like already talking to guys, there was still a period in my life where I thought, well, eventually I'll go back to girls and live um, live the life that was kind of expected of me. Mm-hmm. And then after I was in like a long-term relationship, it just got to a point where I could actually see myself not being, not having a wife and kids. And it, it took years and a very long time to get away from what pressure and expectation had been ingrained in my brain. So once I accepted that I was gay, it changed my entire outlook on how my life is going to play out. And you kind of had to say goodbye to your, your the old life that you had envisioned. Right. The, yeah, that old vision. And I think I think that's relatable for a lot of gay guys. Totally. But I am like now you don't even know if you want to have kids ever. No. But the thing that's different about guys is it's like you like Andy Cohen. He's in mm-hmm. his 50s and he just had his son. So yeah. g- guys, it's different because you can get like a surrogate. And I guess women could as well. Um, and it always adoption. But we're also supposed to have our own kids. And the fact is we really do have a biological clock that's ticking. I know my coworkers have talked to me and brought that up to my attention that it's ticking, but it's actually true. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact. Do you know that the amount of, when a woman is born, the amount of eggs that she will ever have. She already has. She already has. And then men are always like producing sperm, you know? I did know that. That's why like we won't be able to have kids anymore. That's our clock ticking. Our eggs dropping like flies. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm getting anxious and I don't even have eggs. <laughs> and something else, my, one of my coworkers also brought up to my attention. They asked me first how old I was. And at the time I was 25 and I was like 25. And he was like, great time to get married. And I, was, I just looked at him and I was like, oh my God. I was like, yeah, I'm not dating anyone, but thank you. Yeah, let me get me a mail order groom. Okay. Some, okay. Whenever I went back to visit um, our alma mater for homecoming one year, someone was like, how old are you now? And at the time I was like, uh, 24. And they're like, it's about time for you to settle down and meet someone, right? That's because we like, went to a, t- a tiny Southern school. And I was just, I was shocked. And I was like, no, but I do think, is it just me or do gay guys, gay men seem to stay younger longer? They stay younger for forever. And whenever I go to like a gay bar or... I just like, you know, hang out with you and your friends. I, if I see like a 75 year old doing body shots or like an ice lube lube shot, I'm like totally normal. Love it. Yeah. I I think nothing of it. I'm like, that's, I love him. If I was at a, in quotes, straight bar and I saw a 75 year old woman doing that, actually I would cheer her on too. Cause I'd be like, that's amazing. But more realistically, like a 45 year old woman doing something mm-hmm. like that, I'd be like, what is she doing? I don't know what it is. I just feel like, I agree. I feel like gay men just seem to be younger. They stay young forever. Why do you think that is? It, maybe it's in the cum that keeps you young. <laughs> actually, that's not true. Cause I already need Botox and I've had plenty of facials. And you've been swallowing. Yeah. A lot, a lot, <laughs> and a lot. <laughs> 
It's like my morning uh, my morning protein shake. Yeah, your morning shower. No, I really don't know what it is. I'm going to attribute it to maybe no kids. Well, not every gay guy doesn't have kids, but a, a lot don't. That's true. And kids will just like age you rapidly. Drain you immediately. And not only of all your money, but of everything. Money, emotional, well-being. Um, you won't be able to take those body shots anymore. Well, you still could. I, yeah, I would actually hand my child the pictures. Like, hey, take a picture of this. I, as I <laughs> hey, do a take shot. a picture of mom of mom doing this. <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. That's so funny. But one thing, although I, it does give me anxiety getting older, I feel like I have to embrace it. Because whenever I think about like what I like and getting hit on, I hit on older guys all the time at the bar. And I... So I, then I'm like, you know what? There's going to just be something desirable, desirable about every single age that I'm going to be at. So I feel like I, although I'm a rapidly aging twink, it's time for me to, me to embrace my daddyhood. And, and I've got to get there eventually, but I, I need to be more consistent on my gym. I can safely say you are nowhere near being a daddy. Like I can very confidently so? say that. You're nowhere near it. And you're also nowhere be- near being a twink. Not a twink. Okay. Okay. Not I'm yet a daddy. And guys, please don't drop off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I and I am embracing my age because I, the um, the level of confidence and happiness I feel now I never felt when I was younger because you just come into yourself and I'm so much happier with myself and I think that I will just continue to feel that way as I learn and grow as a person. But I will say I feel like I always want to date older. My oh oh guys, I forgot to tell you, I'm back on the wagon of Bumble and it is not doing well. And I'm gonna back on the wagon addicted. I think no, I'm not addicted. I deleted my account so I started fresh and I only have like four matches that I've started talking to and I already have cut people off. I'm actually not talking to anyone anymore. So you're just gonna delete it? Give up? Well, it's it's being it's coming it's useless to me. I don't know. It's just taking up storage on your phone. Exactly. And I already don't have enough because I have so many pictures of myself because I'm so vain. But I will say now that I'm back on the wagon of Bumble, my age range is set all the way to 35 because I was like, I want someone who is older and um, and more developed maybe professionally who can like provide for me. Support your lifestyle, your luxurious lifestyle. Because I can barely support it. I'm, you know, no. uh, but it does go down to 25 and I, I know. Come sit on mama's lap. I know. I know. Mine's set from 26 to 99. I know. We've talked about that and that's disturbing. Well, I just, I don't care about it as long as they're not younger. And I don't actually. So you would date an 80 year old man? If I loved him, yeah. I can't with you. It's. Drew. I would. No, you wouldn't. I I would. I know you wouldn't because I know you wouldn't fall in love with them. It's another cognitive distortion you've made up in your brain. <laughs> but I don't know what it, actually a cognitive distortion I do have is I don't know what I have against guys my age or younger. I think what it is is I can learn so much from the older guys and I can go to them for advice. Maybe. It's kind of like they're my own live-in counselor. I, I can see what you're saying, but I've also seen the guys that you've gone after that are older, and I don't know why you would ever seek advice from them. Unemployed. Actually, uh, oh, wait, you're so right. Like, that's confusing. Wait, th- I've, been, I've been playing myself this whole time. I think, and I'm going to say it, daddy issue is why, you're dating. <laughs> <laughs> is why you're going after older men. 
Oh my God, you're so right. I'm, I'm going to have to write this down and talk to <laughs> talk my to actual counsel- therapist about talk it. Talk to your counselor about it. Oh my God. I, You know what though? Actually, in, in it's really hard. I feel like I one reason I don't put a lot of emphasis on age is because in the gay community, it's hard to know how old people are because so many gay guys take their um, the year that they were born off of Facebook. Because they want it to be a secret? Or like, or like Grindr, they don't even put their age on there. It's like this ambiguous thing. I mean, how do you ask people how old they are? And I know a lot of guys that have lied about it. And I'm going to be honest. I've taken my year off of Facebook because it, it, it gave me anxiety. But really? I would never, I'm not to a point where I would ever lie about my age. When do you think you would lie about it? When would you start? I don't know if I ever would because that goes back to just embracing it and being like, this is how old I am. It's not changing. I mean, I, I think I will still identify as a 25-year-old no matter how old I get. But it's just not changing. So I have to embrace it. So typically what I have to do is whenever they fall asleep, dig through their wallet, get out their ID to figure out how old they actually are. One time. I've had so many guys lie to me about how old they are. That just reminded me one time this guy, I looked at his wallet and I found out his true height. And that's when I knew guy, all guys lie about their, their height. He told me he was five. I want to say it said five, nine or five, ten. He's five, seven. I was always when he was like my height. I met him like in in real life, and um, he I can't I can't even remember how we talked what how we got on the subject, but he lied about his height, and then I found out he was five seven, and I was like, hmm. Really, I feel like hmm. height everyone adds an inch. Penis size everyone adds about two inches. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I, I'm gonna put that on my gravestone, people. Oh, as so I feel like as a woman, everyone's always been like, you don't ask a woman her age, right? Mm-hmm. I've never once been embarrassed because I'm still, I think it's because I'm still also just in my 20s of being scared of being asked my age. I, I don't find it rude. I find it weird when people act weird about asking an age. Mm-hmm. Although some, so we had a new person starting on an, a team in my department and I was like, oh, cool. Like, um they were a level two. I was like, oh, so are they younger? And they were like, they're about your age. And then they said they had a 10-year-old kid. And I was like, you think I'm old enough to have a 10-year-old kid? And I was like, I'm 26. I wouldn't have a, 20, a 10-year-old kid. And he was like, well, technically, you could have a, 20, a 10-year-old kid. You could have any kid that's even older. And I was like, now are you just guessing when I started puberty? <laughs> I mean, he, someone's doing math on the spot, on the instant. I was like, oh. You know what I hate? And this goes back to just America being obsessed with youth, which is so ridiculous, is when I ask someone how old they are and they say, guess. At that point, I'm just going to have to walk away because I don't have the energy or the mental capacity. And I'm not playing this game with you because then so you're going to end up being offended. So it's I'm not, why would I do this? you're offended or I intentionally guess really low, way lower. And they're like, oh my God, you thought I was this old? And it's like, God, now it's just like you're at, I'm adding it to the list of reasons that you ask people how old they are. They they know that they really want is because it's polite for you to guess younger. So they just want to feel that sense of uh, ego of an ego blow or an ego like growth to be like, oh, my God, he thinks I'm only 30 years old. And really, I'm 57. No, I didn't think that. I was just saying that to be polite. And one time I went off on a guy at this. I was like, I don't want to guess your age. He finally made me do it. So I was like, guess my age because I was like, there's got to be something to this. What's the high that people get off of this? I want to get it, too. He guessed like about ten years older, and that's the <laughs> last. That's the last time I asked. You're like, I'm not playing this game anymore. Yep, I'm done. That hurt. Yeah, I don't know. I think just being obsessed with youth. I'm gonna say American general, but also in the gay community, it's so desired and wanted 
that it's sought after and seen as this accomplishment and like it grants you privilege. And, and the young people know it because I was young once. And I know some of those like people or guys who are constantly trying to hold on to that. And they would be so much better off to let it go. Stop wearing Abercrombie and Fitch. Okay, well, that and, doesn't have to do with youth. And embrace your age. But they're like, you know, they're like holding on to it. And I'm like, I'm all for making physical accommodations, plastic surgery. I'm pro change your body. But I think you also just need to be honest with yourself. And as long as you're, you are and you're happy, you're able to let go of the fact that you're, you don't get the young man's discount at the bathhouse anymore. No. I had to let go of that. You did. And do you think that people cling on to their youth because they the age they are, they aren't at the level of success they want to be at? Or they haven't reached something in their life at that age? And so that's why they're clinging to their youth? I think so. I think that's very possible. And I, and I think when you're younger, too, everything is so new. Everything is so exciting. And so I feel like... At least for me, sometimes I kind of even long for like how exciting it was to go out whenever I was 21. I still love it, but it's like, it's just not the same anymore. Or like, I feel like most people can remember the first time they were out in the scene and they got a lot of attention for the first time. And so it's still like kind of striving for that same experience. I think you could just get that experience from moving though and and experiencing a new city. And that's why a lot of people like to move because you're like, oh, that like longingness for something new. And that's how you can experience it. Right. And you kind of get to relive that over again. And it does. It feels great. It feels great whenever, I mean, if you don't like being desired or you don't like attention, then I I, get the polygraph test out and we're going to put you to it because I think as a rule, most people do enjoy that. I think it's safe to say everybody enjoys that. But I always think that when people are clinging to youth that hard or or like wanting to be younger, it's because they, they aren't at the level that they want to be at. Yeah. Or the, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Now, as far as like enhancements, which like we touched on, I think at any age, if you want to make some sort of modification, like plastic surgery, as long as you're happy and you are getting the outcome that you want, I am pro plastic surgery. I've been wanting to talk about plastic surgery for forever. I mean, we're only on episode whatever this is, like nine or ten. But I think that it's something people have been doing. Let's like not forget. People have been doing this for years to look younger. For years, people have been getting Botox. It has been something that the wealthy do. And now with social media, we everyone's realizing that they can do it. And it's attainable to everyone because there's med spas popping up everywhere. Mm -hmm. And but what's so weird is like, yes, we do it because it's just kind of become part of our culture. But there's still a stigma on it. There is. People are embarrassed to say they have it, but they've done it. Now, I haven't done Botox yet, but you better believe I will be doing Botox actually anytime, anytime in the near future that I have the monies to pay for it. It could happen at any moment. I have told Weston for months that he needs to go get baby Botox. And I do. I don't disagree with you. <laughs> I, I when, when you know, if you guys are wondering how to know if you need to get Botox or not, which I think there's a very fine line to cross. And I'm going to say this now. You do not want people looking at you and noticing your Botox or your plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. You want them noticing your beauty. So you just need to very much so walk that line. That fine line, yeah. 
But when you know you need to get Botox is when you like wrinkle your face and then you relax it and you still see the line. And that's when you're like, okay, it's time. And I still see the line. And I close my eyes and I still see the line. (laughs) And it's something that you do preventatively because Botox is actually a paralyzer. So it's going to stop that movement from happening Mm -hmm. to cause that wrinkle to keep going and get worse. And I'm all for it. There's no stigma in my mind. When we start doing a vlog channel, which hopefully we will start soon, Mm -hmm. we will go get Botox and we will vlog it for you all. Oh, that would be fun. It would be fun, and I would love to do it. Yeah. And I, and just to, so you guys know how pro plastic surgery I am, I have gotten lip injections. Now I haven't done this in about a year and a half, so they're it's gone. But I think you should do it if you want to do it. Yeah, as like, long as it makes you happy. And I feel like there's the reason there's a stigma is because there's a judgment, and there are people that you can look and and you notice they've had work done. But if that's how they want to look, then why do you give a fuck? You shouldn't care because it's not your body. Because best believe, if I had the money, I would go crazy with adjustments and modifications. Okay, except for that scares me a little bit. You you have to, if you're going to do all this plastic surgery, you need to have a friend or someone who you can, you trust, who's not there to judge you, but to just tell you like, hey. Steer me in the right direction. Yeah. I'll be that friend for you. Well, I've already listed out the things I think that I would get done for starters. What would you get done? First, laser hair removal. You guys saw I was exposed about the back hair. Um, (laughs) I would think fillers in my upper lip. Sometimes it disappears when I smile. Um, I would go beyond Botox and just at this point full on facelift. And I I would like some ass molding. I love my ass, but you know, there's always room for improvement. What do you mean ass molding? They can like shape your ass to make it even more I don't believe in that stuff like I don't think it works really no I mean I would have to do my research that's a cool sculpting I don't think that actually works I mean prove prove me wrong it could work but I'm just saying I don't I think should I just get ass implants no I very much do think that ass implants are trendy while I do not think lip injections are trendy I think people just know about lip injections because of Kylie Jenner now. But full lips have always been in. So you saying your upper lip, fine, let's do it. But like look, full lips have always been beautiful mm-hmm. and have always been popular. They've just been over, not over popular. It's not trendy. But like Kylie Jenner just really did us, did us well. On did that. us justice. Because I think her lips look good. She can pull mm-hmm. off her full lips. Yeah. My list wasn't over. Oh, okay. Keep oh. going. Um, and then I would get hair plugs, microdermabrasion, and... Also, this isn't really plastic surgery, but I would love veneers. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's a lot for me to take in. So all those things I just threw at you, picture me like that. Um, and honestly, I'm so lazy. I would probably go overboard, peck implants, bicep implants. Are you being serious? No, I'm kidding. Okay. I mean, I don't know with you. I no, really truly the, don't Honestly, know. the one thing I would want was just laser hair removal and probably uh, baby Botox. Yeah. I totally agree with the baby Botox. No. And that, right now, that's all I think. And like the upper lip injection. <laughs> okay. Well, that one hurt. <laughs> Since you list off everything you want, I feel like I need to list off everything I would want. Do I don't? Do we have time for it? So what I would want is um, I would again do the lip injections. I would do the Botox wherever I needed it. I would just like go to a dermatologist and have her look over my face and 
and see what I needed that wise Um, because they can do Botox that does a little bit of an eyebrow lift I mean you don't want to do one that's like making you look surprised all the time but they can do like a little tiny eyebrow Mm -hmm. lift I would like microblading in my eyebrows so that I always look they always look filled out um, I would like, ooh, I would like fillers in my cheeks and jaw to give me the natural contour. And if you guys think that I'm going crazy right now, look at any model like Gigi or Kendall or Bella. They all have fillers on their face to make their faces look full. You think that someone that skinny has still full plump face? No, no. They're getting work done. It's not considered plastic surgery because it's just a filler that goes away. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. And you, I heard you say make your face fuller. I, what's the opposite of that? What's the opposite of No, no, of no, but you get it. No, you get it fuller in your cheeks and your jaw so that it gives you a natural contour. Oh. So it would make you look thinner. I understand now. I wrapped my little brain around yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah so, th- so there you have it. We are pro plastic surgery, pro fillers, pro Botox. Pro do it all. Pro do it all. And, if, and honestly, and if, I think we're pro aging after we've covered this whole thing. We are pro aging. And if if there's any like zaddies out there that want to sponsor my lifestyle, let me know. And also, if there is any um, plastic surgery doctors or med spas out there that want to sponsor our journey, yes. also let us know. And to all of my daddies out there, thank you for listening. You know who you are. Okay. But. So as you guys know, it is Pride Month. And so we are going to be serving you guys with some realness every single episode. Now, unfortunately, this one's going to take a turn for a little bit of the sadder truth. But it's something that I we both think everyone needs to know. Yes. Because we need to be aware of what's going on in the world and why Pride Month is so important. We have got to spread awareness. So, you know, we've talked about, you know, we've talked about some history. The thing is, is some of these the things that have happened in our country in the world in the past are still going on. So here is the real tea. Like I said, very sad. Um, Chechnya, which is officially the Chechen Republic, I believe I'm saying it right, is a federal subject of Russia. And there's recently been anti-gay purges that were first reported in April of 2017. Yeah, it was like a hot topic in 2017 and everyone found out about it and we were all distraught and upset. And so we thought mm-hmm. it was going to end... And then it just kind of fell off the radar. People kind of, in my opinion, I stopped seeing it, it to the point that I was even like, whatever happened with that? Yeah, we were, I, I was like, so. okay, I guess like the uproar ended it. Right. And if you're wondering what anti-gay purges mean, so basically they were they were forced disappearances, which like included secret abductions, imprisonment, and torture by authorities. And they were targeting gay people or people who were just simply suspected of being gay. And, and that's like even the more, more messed up part mm-hmm. because I think there's people out there who are suspected of being gay, like that we see every mm-hmm. day, who are just metrosexual. Like, you know, like just... So it, it, it was targeting gay people and culture in general and was really just enforcing... It's like a winch hunt for gay people, which is... It, it Literally, it's a witch hunt. And, and what these places are, if you're thinking about like oh imprisonment forced by authorities and secret prisons yes it's a modern day concentration camp and there's actually been an unknown number of people that have died in the camps either there or like shortly after being held there so as like the news spread there was activists trying to evacuate survivors of these camps and other just vulnerable vulnerable um chechnyans but they actually had trouble getting visas to get them out of russia safely and so the head of chechnya denied that all this was occurring 
and even went as far as to say that there were no gay people living in Chechnya. There are gays everywhere, people. What the fuck? Yeah, he said that they, there's, it's like, oh, it's not even a problem. There's no gays that live here. That proves the problem. Exactly. And their warped perception of reality. And so there have been reports confirming the persecution of LGBT people and that it was ignored by authorities. And so, as like we said, it kind of, we lost, um, I, I don't know if momentum was the word on we fighting this. We lost touch was going on. And did you guys know that there has been another anti-gay purge just started up last December, and it's been confirmed already that two people have already been killed. And that's just what's confirmed. We don't know what's not confirmed. Yeah. I and mean, we don't know what's not, like, we aren't hearing because we're right. on the other side of the world. Yeah. And, and it's, it, they're hiding it, you know, because obviously there's all these unions, like European, the, there's all these unions and activists that have been fighting it. And what's really sad is sometimes the authorities will basically make a deal with the family saying we'll release them from prison if you promise to kill them and they'll they'll the families will kill them i mean this is just incredibly yeah. upsetting so nick so like during this month of pride not just during this month of pride all the time just be aware that this is occurring to humans today it's going on everywhere and as you're out there you know celebrating and supporting pride just remember how lucky you are that you even have the ability to do this because people today do not have it and this is the reason why we have to still keep fighting keep celebrating what you know keep celebrating and embracing that pride and so the first step i obviously spreading awareness do your own research you know we're just kind of giving you uh, some small facts, but do your own research. There's a lot more to it. That way you are aware and you can speak on it. There's been some other organizations out there that help, such as Rainbow Railroad. So yeah, I would definitely Google, figure out ways you can help spread awareness. Yeah, spread awareness. We'll do some research on ways that we can help and we will put it on our Instagram story. So check it out and just keep keep spreading the word, keep celebrating, keep fighting for equal rights. Together, we can all do this, people. Because guess what? Fighting for human rights isn't petty. It's a necessity. It is a necessity. So get out there and And fight fight for your right to party and live. To party and live your life how you want to live. So thanks, guys, for listening. Obviously, you know where to find us. iTunes, Spotify, www.psapodcast.com. At PSA Podcast on Instagram. Rate, review, subscribe, tag us, do what you do. Send us emails so we can do listener questions, please, at hello at psapodcast.com or DM us, but we would prefer an email. Absolutely. And if there's any other you know, topics or issues that you just want us to help spread awareness on, let us know because we want to be made aware too. Yes, girls and boys. Okay, we love you guys. All right, bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.